You're listening to the Raccoon Roundtable podcast, episode number 22. I'm your host, David Oria, and I'm here with my co-host, Chris Agana. And today we spoke about goal setting. Uh, I was down a little bit and not uh, reaching certain at uh, least milestones that I thought I'd be reaching, but you know, I had to figure it out. I was able to reach out to the people I care about, but listen in on how to set goals and you know, just having that vision. We all get there sometimes, man, but honestly, after listening to this episode and talking to you about it, I think we're still on track. Let's, let's, get, let's get it. Better. Let's get it. Let's get it. Not only, I think, writing things down as far as writing your goals, things that you haven't done yet but you plan to do, is another way to, get, to to put the big picture into perspective. But like what you said, writing down like, all right, this is what we've actually done. Like, look at it. It's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty inspiring, you know, looking back. Hey, before we get started, let's hear a word from our show sponsor. Are you having trouble writing a personal statement? Trust me, you're not alone. We've all been there. Sometimes the hardest part is getting started. That's why Personal Storytellers created a free mini course to do just that. The course takes you step by step on how to get started writing a personal statement, taking your stories, weaving them together into a true personal statement. And the course is free, so check it out. You can find it on raccoonroundsofficial.com. They also have workshops on reviewing and revising your personal statements. All the resources are there, so check it out at raccoonroundsofficial.com forward slash personal storytellers. You're listening to the Raccoon Roundtable podcast. Here's where we all come together, share our stories about our struggles, mindset, and goals so that we all can get to the places we want to go. We appreciate you being here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, we talk a lot about you and I in particular, and I think our circle of friends now, we've kind of, we're, we're building this habit, I think, of bringing up, you know, our goals, not just because, you know, we talk about it so much on this platform, but just because we're so involved now as far as shooting for, you know, our financial goals. But there's the, the caveat is that, because we talk about it so much and we're so like involved in that space, like the frustration just come up so frequently. I, at least, for, at least for me and like, what, what have you been dealing with recently? Yeah. I mean, I think a part of the obsession now is impatience. So as yeah. you want to reach these goals and you feel like you should be uh, reaching these different milestones, um, you kind of put a lot of pressure on yourself. Um, you don't recognize the wins and you don't recognize the progress you're making. You're just seeing where you're lacking. Um, which is a bad thing to always look at your numbers, your accounts, like every day, which I, I've been doing. Yeah. Dude, I've, um, I've been, I get into this habit where, well, so, so Kimmy and I, we like talk about the budget and talk about like the income versus the expenses on like a weekly basis almost or bi-weekly at least. And so that kind of forces me to, to constantly be looking at, you know, like, okay, how much do we spend? Like, where are we at? And then also, like, how much are we putting into, like, our investments? How much are we saving for this house? How much are we, you know, all of that. So doing that so frequently and wanting independence so much, sometimes that's not, like, a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be real. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it's like analysis analysis paralysis or just, I I guess the thing we have to take a step back 
and look at is, I mean, we're more self-aware of what we want and um, the different outlets and resources of how to attain these goals. Um, for example, I, I um, was so stressed out because I'm like, man, I feel like we're not hitting certain numbers to reach financial independence, right? I, but I, I need to take a step back and say, I've reached certain goals where like, I'm, I'm, I've maxed out the Roth IRA, I'm getting close to maxing out like a 401k. It's like, why can't I just be happy with that? Right. Why can't I be happy that, okay, now I'm exploring trying to get into real estate or um, maybe other ways to make money from the stock market. Um, instead, I'm like, well, we're still stuck at this number or we're still, you know what I mean? Or we don't have like a rental property yet, if that's what we still want to pursue. Um, but I, I think it's just also a mixture of me not knowing where to invest most of, you know, the money we have. I guess, um, I mean, everybody says, yeah, just kind of like dollar cost average in the stock market or, you know, make sure you're contributing certain accounts. But then when do we, what do we put money aside for like a down payment on another house? Right. Um, so maybe it's a little lack of guidance and actually be reaching out to, to more people. Um, but, and also just taking a step back and, and just appreciating what we have and appreciating that we're on the same, like mindset as far as goals. And that, I mean, there's progress you know i guess to that uh, you i mean that i can definitely relate to to everything that you just said i for us you know because you know i'm still in training kimmy's still um in school we're a little bit we're in a little bit different place i think um you know more a different place than compared to a lot of people just because you know it's almost as if that Kimmy and I have been in school or we haven't maxed out like our career potential yet, you know, and, and then, and that may not be, you know, within the next three, four or five years still. Um, but I guess to, to kind of unpack what you've a little bit about what, what you just said, how do you reel yourself back in? from that, from that feeling, right? Because like we all have these goals, whatever they may be, whether they're financial or career or relationship goals or with anything in life. But there's that point where you just reach like a level of almost frustration with with the things that you you think you should be achieving, but maybe you aren't quite there yet. How do you reel yourself back so that you can see the bigger picture? Right. As I feel like once you're in that moment, that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, or maybe I didn't, but I, I, <laughs> I was holding it in. It was bothering me, but, um, Ellis could tell that something was wrong. She could read me. It was kind of like running my day. <laughs> she was just like, you know, what's, what's going on? You know, asking me what, what's bothering me. And I explained it to her and she had to bring me back in perspective of where we're at and, that you know we've made so much progress just from one year, I, maybe just because it's felt like a, a, a longer year than what it really is. But I mean, she really just brought me back and let me give me the examples of our success, you know. Um, and it's even if it's small wins, right? If you're like, okay, we're saving more than we did this last month or this past year, or like we're learning this now. Um, it's just those reminders of, of and I, maybe we should just tally the wins, like as far as record it, write it down so that if we need to remember and look back, not so that we can just look at it and, and be happy and satisfied just with that. But just if we do, when I do like fall off and kind of forget and I'm 
I'm probably being a little too hard, not just on my cell phone, but on me, on the both of us um, and our goals, uh, just as a refresher that, you know, we've made so much more progress this year than maybe we originally um, thought we could. Um, but that kind of brings me back to my perspective. No, that's, I think writing down things is like, so <clears throat> first of all, I think writing down things is a huge, is, is works to your advantage because you know, you, you see it and you can, you can visualize exactly what you've done, right? Not only, I think writing things down as far as writing your goals, things that you haven't done yet, but plan to do is another way to get, to, to put the big picture into perspective. But like what you said, writing down, like, all right, this is what we've actually done. Like, look at it. It's mm -hmm. pretty, it's pretty inspiring, you know, looking back. Yeah, and I, I think I, just because we're in such a digital age, I'm just so used to just having tracking stuff on my phone or my laptop that we just probably need to go back to writing it down. And, and Alyssa actually really wants to start um, doing actual planners, like writing it down. I know that Kim is really into planners, yeah. Um, but I know Alyssa wants to. Um, she got an old planner that she I think she either got last year, so the, the dates are a little off. But she just. <laughs> You know, it's only two months left of the year, so she just <laughs> crossing out the day it doesn't match. But um, so next year, she's planning to get like a passion planner and just you know, so we, we can see on. I think it's good to have it all like our when all our bills are due. Just if we want to, even like mark like like this is how much you want to have saved at this point, maybe, and just like so we can record our wins that we said. I also want to get a whiteboard just to put in the dude. In the my okay. yes i've been like looking i'm trying to get like a whiteboard for the entire like wall oh nice you know? <laughs> just so, like it helps you know like, like you said writing it down and so every day you know you're in here you look at it it's like remind yourself like damn this is like what we've done it's awesome mm -hmm. good place to write numbers too though right <laughs> oh 100 well the numbers are a little bit easier on excel though yeah yeah true true <laughs> But yeah, I definitely want to write things down, track them a lot, a lot easier, not just stick on like on the computer. I think we need to physically see it and, you know, like write it down and, and make sure that we're checking it pretty frequently and have a good thing to to, to look at if, if I'm going to write it down. I think one thing that a lot of people still kind of overlook, um, and this kind of is going a little bit away from like numbers and and finances but in the process of you know learning and educating yourself about you know this these things you also you have like character victories you know mm -hmm. you also you're developing as a person and your knowledge and a lot of people don't take that into account it's like oh this is something that i had no idea about maybe six months ago but my level of knowledge now compared to then has increased exponentially. And sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit about that. Yeah, for sure. Can you give me some examples for you? Yeah. So like one thing was just my knowledge about like real estate about, cause I, you know, a few months ago I, I set a goal, um, wrote it down, actually put it, put it into like a timeline. And I was like, I want to, this is like my, this is about education. This year is about my education, um, about finances, including real estate, including, uh, cryptocurrency, stock market, just money, like understanding money 
and where my money is going and if it's working and if it's not working. Um, I also wanted to uh, set a goal to understand business just because that's something that I've been interested in. And we've talked about that, like how when I was applying to college, I applied to half the colleges as a science major and half the colleges as a business major. So that was a big uh, thing of mine. And just my level of education that I've acquired from that time when I set that goal and today is it surprises me sometimes, you know, and it shows in, I think in the way that, for example, like you and I talk about things, the way that we talk to our community about these things, um, the conversation is elevated in a way that I wouldn't have been able to, to speak about these topics in the way that I can now. And I, I not only speak about them, but I wouldn't have been able to understand the conversations in the way that I'm able to now. And, oh, yeah. you know, you got to be proud of that. And sometimes maybe I don't give myself enough credit and maybe sometimes I'm not proud, as proud as I should feel. But, you know, again, it's that whole self-reflection. It's like maybe I should be a little bit more, uh, you know, take that pride in, in, in what I've, the knowledge that I've acquired, right? Yeah, and I think it's uh, we also uh, sell ourselves short on that because we probably tell ourselves, "I should have known this before." Right. Like, we just now to know this, or like this guy's known this already. I should have, you know, been at his level already. And it's that comparison thing, even comparison to our old self. Like I should have known this, but it's like we have to just accept that we know this now, you know, and that we're making moves to do whatever it takes to, you know, attain these goals, right? And you and the comparison trap happens so quickly and so easily the thing is you know especially if you have like your own little community where we talk about these things it's like man how come how come that couple's like making more than me or how come that couple's made this move and i and we haven't it's like don't you know you're you're everything's relative right mm -hmm. everything's relative to you and to your goals your goals are different from mine and from chris's and from any other couple out there and that's between you and your partner and and whoever is impacted by those decisions but you got to be careful because that that trap i'm telling you and i say it's a trap because that leads to kind of what you're talking about the analysis paralysis it leads to you getting frustrated and not making decisions and not making moves as a result of that you know that's it's um it's a slippery slope what would you what would you advise somebody because i personally i feel this way sometimes where i get into a zone and then i look at somebody else and i'm like why aren't i there and mm. i'm sure there are other people that you know maybe we interact with on a day to week to monthly basis that feel that too mm. if you had to pull them aside and tell them like give them a piece of advice on how to deal with that given your experiences with that personally what would you tell them i mean i'd go back to what we were saying earlier right i mean we've got to um recognize where we've won recognize where we've made progress um and i mean you don't always have somebody to ask you know that's been tracking because maybe you haven't been open just yet but you know just start writing it down if it's, if it's a journal um, if you're tracking it, um, but I mean, if, and it, like I mentioned, if you don't have somebody yet there talking about it, you have to. That's the person who's going to make you accountable. That's the person who's going to tell you maybe try this, try it this way, try it that way, or here's this resource that I found. 
Um, I can't, I don't know where I would be as far as my priorities would be if, first of all, obviously, if I didn't speak to my wife, but uh, second of all, mostly if I didn't speak to David, like if I didn't tell somebody who's a close friend of mine that, you know, I have these goals, I have these thoughts, I don't know if I would have made the same kind of progress. You know, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in, in, the, pa uh, in the past in this podcast, but hearing where David has succeeded or that he's made certain steps has pushed me to do what I said I would do last year, two years ago, three years ago, right? So it's, you gotta have someone you can talk to. Um, and I mean, it. so you gotta keep yourself in check by recording it, writing things down. It can take a lot of time, maybe a little time consuming, but you gotta find a way that works for you, whether it's like physically writing it in like a journal or maybe a spreadsheet somewhere on, on a computer or your phone. And, and then you also gotta talk to people about it. You gotta talk to people who, you, who you're close to, talk to people that you can trust. Um, Cause I mean, if they're people you trust, people you care about, they're going to give you, you know, at least not just advice, but, you know, they're encouraging. You know what's crazy? I actually, so I was, <laughs> I was trying to record a, a podcast um, yesterday mm -hmm. just because, you know, we, we've been talking like offline about, do we need more? We need to like, you know, ramp up the content a little bit. So I like got on and I, I was like recording and it was about accountability and the crazy thing is that I was like, things didn't get account or I didn't feel a level of accountability and I didn't feel um, pressure to do these things that we were talking about until I actually opened my mouth and told you that <laughs> I was doing them. Honestly, I legit said that. I was like, I didn't feel that, you know, like it was even real. I didn't even feel like it was a real goal until like I talked to Chris about it and I told you, and I told you that this is something that I want to do. And what's crazy is legit last week, I, or was that two weeks ago, I like called you again because of how I was feeling at that time because, you know, some things didn't really pan out the way that I, I wanted them to, but they were still aligned with that goal that I told you like a year ago, mm -hmm. you know, and that's honestly motivated me so much. And like that to me, that speaks to the value of what exactly you just said, you know, it speaks to the value of that because, you know, you have there are people that you trust and there are people that you trust will guide you and tell you the not only what you not what you want to hear but what you need to hear whether that's motivation whether that's a reality check you know and it's those people that will you know push you and keep you accountable and make sure that you're you know you have a the right perspective in mind you know and dude telling you that was legit i was like thinking the exact same thing it's crazy that's, that's crazy <laughs> yeah. actually another uh, topic that i feel like it's i don't know if we're going totally off now but um it, there's things that i you hear that people say not just in podcasts you learn this in school or, or in books is that they tell you to do certain things like some journaling or writing things down and I take it for granted because I'm like, okay, I guess that works, you know, but that doesn't work for me. I'm not going to waste my time doing it sometimes. Yeah. Another thing that I didn't really thought, I think was as important was like envisioning 
your future when you're when you've reached your goal and what that success is and if, and you know i've done that i've been doing it subconsciously and just not really realizing that i'm doing that um until i heard a podcast with um it was a writer who who wrote i will, I will teach you to be rich yeah uh, um ramit sethi yes yeah he he was in a, i listened to a few that he was on where he was telling like the host and different people like envision like when you've reached financial financial independence what is that like you know what is what are you gonna do like not to like blow your money but what are you doing with the money that you saved for so long you know and what are you doing with this free time now and seeing some people couldn't answer the question you know some people were struggling with it um some people were like shit it's like they were afraid or felt ashamed to say what that big dream would be so they were dream a little small and i was like man like this whole time i'm actually kind of good at what i want what i think i want that dream is going to be right but i wonder like with other people like when you've seen that it's not just like oh i'm going to go and, and buy like this and that it's like well what is your life going to be like right let's say is is you reaching a certain goal like, even if it's a career or like financial independence or whatever it is that your, your goal is right now what is it going to be like when you're there because when you're there, it's like you better be ready to act on how you how you believe life is going to be. Um, because, I mean, from there, there's going to be more goals that come upon it that grow. But at least when you're there, are you ready to live in that moment? Are you ready to enjoy it the way that you think you're going to enjoy it once you get there? But it's such a crazy concept that you I took I took for granted, you know, until you hear, you hear other people like sharing like their vision, like that some people struggle with that, you know. That's such a good point, man, because you we talk about so much about like oh like what's your goal you know like what's your goal but and and so usually you get some you know gen, not i, I want to say generic just because i don't know i guess how to describe it but like you get some some standard answer right mm -hmm. but then when you ask someone like so what is that actually like you know you ask them to describe it that you're right it trips people up mm -hmm. you know but the thing is the more you think about it the more you talk about it the more you actually envision what that goal is actually like what does it feel like what does it taste like what does it look like you know the more and more your decisions start to reflect that goal and mm -hmm. the closer every every decision you make the closer you get to actually getting there because you actually know what it looks like you know what it feels like or you, at least what it should feel like or what it look like what it should look like and and they start you start to to become that and i think that's that's true for a lot of things yeah and i think I guess kind of just wrapping it up as far as how we started this office, you know, I was down in the <laughs> this podcast talking about how I saw my goals and I wasn't reaching them at this certain pace. It's like, okay, I've envisioned it. I know where I want to be. If I'm feeling down, I know what to do. I got to write these down. I got to reach out to the people who I care about and who can kind of bring the perspective back. So I think that's, that's a perfect, perfect way. I mean, people who are listening, like, have you envisioned where that goal is, what it's going to be like? You know, if you do feel down, if you're feeling down right now, are you ready to have whatever that safety net is to pick you back up? Uh, you know, do you have that those people in mind? Um, and not, if you don't, then let's write them down. Who, who can those people be, you know? And um, and as far as tracking, are you doing the right tracking that you, you got to do, whether it's electronic, paper, whatever you prefer? But I mean, I mean, this is, this is a great way for you to kind of get on on to your goals and figuring it out. I love that, man. Dude, that was, yeah, you put that like spot on.
that's literally what it is you know it all comes back to you know the goal and even when you are down and frustrated it's that's what's actually gonna motivate you and the and the the environment that you've surrounded yourself in that you've built to help you get there you know that's what's gonna propel you through those times man you said that perfectly that was, that was great i think anything else you wanted to add that's it man i think uh just hoping everybody stays on it you know yeah. just uh but it was it you gotta fuel your fire man <laughs> <laughs> fuel, fuel the fire fuel fire awesome Thank you.